What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. What if kittens played the clock in Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and I'm afraid you're being interrupted by Alabaster Zero. Hey, Alabaster. I'm giving a shout-out to Zoe, who's nine years old and is from Australia. Well, thanks, Zoe. And I have a quick buck to give to William. Well, thank you, Fred. William is five years old. He loves bike riding, recently without training wheels. And he loves swinging. Thank you, William, and congratulations. And I have quite the slew of shout-outs today. Cool, Abigus. First, we're shouting out Sadie and Kate from Toronto. Sadie loves to swim, and Kate loves tickles. They listen to What If World together at bedtime. And I'm their favorite character. Well, thank you, Sadie and Kate. And finally, one last shout out for Lucas, who loves Star Wars, Harry Potter, me, of course, as well as Fred the Dog. Oh, yay, thank you. Well, thank you, Lucas, Kate, Sadie, William, and Zoe. Now let's meet our guest today, a great author and friend of the show, Scott Cranfield. That's great. Really pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. And uh, speaking of social distance, we are very, very far away. Where are you at right now? So I'm in a place called Hartford, uh, which I know you have a Hartford in Connecticut in America. but This Mm -hmm. is Hartford just outside London in UK. Now, you have a series of books, is that right? Correct, yeah. So, I mean, just a quick background on that. I mean, I wrote a series of books called The Wise Best Stories, and they're really all about helping children develop uh, a new perspective so they can keep a balanced mindset on the various different challenges they face in life, different things they go through at school with friendships, with worries, concerns, anxieties. And uh, in the stories, the wise bear is the character that helps them to look at things in a new way so they can actually see the truth behind things, and that can help to calm their mind down and bring them back into balance we're really really excited to have you and we're gonna get a question going right away okay the first question is from bridget my name is bridget and i'm six year old and i like my teddy bear and my last question is what is that thing of magic shoe thank you 
Ooh, magic shoes. That sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, I think for kids to have any part of magic clothing, that would be good. Yeah, we've got one patron who submitted a character idea, and we've been doing this a little more often lately. So Bob the Blob was submitted by Jonah, and and Jonah just turned 11, happy belated. Okay. Bob is shy and kind and lives under a rock. He is a blob of slime. (laughs) Okay. He's good at expanding and contracting, and he struggles with lots of people. So I, I imagine crowds and such would be difficult for Bob. Yeah. Well, this is a really, really great place to start. I think we should just jump right into our story. Definitely. Cool. So let's find out what if there was such a thing as magic shoes, and maybe we'll meet Bob and Wise Bear along the way. Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Bob the Blob has been stewing alone under his rock for some time. (sighs) Bored, bored, bored. When his teddy bear suddenly decided to come alive. Hi, bear. What's new with you? Well, Bob, I've been out and about and I have seen people doing all sorts of things outside. You can't believe it. They're playing different games, but they're keeping their distance at the moment. It's a really strange world. Oh, I want to play outside, but Ma Slime gave me loads of chores I gotta do. Pick up my ectoplasm, dissolve the trash, empty the dishwasher. I just really want to go play blob ball by myself. That's your favorite thing, isn't it, Bob, to play that? Yeah, it is. And don't forget... The chores you're being asked to do, they're going to help you get better at blob ball. Uh, really? Huh. Well, don't at blob ball, don't you have to change shape and size and move around in different directions and different shapes and speeds? Yeah, yeah, you, you do. Well, imagine the different things that Ma is asking you to do. You're going to have to be so adaptable to get good at the chores. Won't that help you with your blob ball? Maybe. I just don't know. See... You have such a wise bear brain, and and you've got those wise bear shoes, and I don't have wise bear anything. I'm just a blob. 
Well, Bob, what about if just today、mm-hmm. I let you have my magic shoes? Would you like that? <gasps> magic shoes? I've never had shoes. I've never had feet. Okay, okay, okay. And Wise Bear took off his very big Wise Bear shoes and handed them over to Bob the Blob. They fit really well. If I can squish my blob in there well enough. So Bob the Blob went around doing all the chores around the house. With his magic shoes on, he felt stronger than ever and faster than ever. He was changing shape this way and that. He was reaching up to put dishes in the very, very top cabinets and all the way down under the sink at the same time. I don't know if you should put dishes under the sink, but Bob the Blob's still learning how to do chores. Hey, Wise Bear. I finished my chores as fast as ever. I think these shoes are really, really magic. They are, Bob. And the magic doesn't end there. <gasps> the magic of these shoes is it helps you to think differently as well, Bob. It's not just your body changing shape. You can now think in magic ways. Wow. I was just thinking that I'd like to go to the park, but I'm nervous to see other people. Can my magic shoes help? They definitely can, Bob. These shoes can help you. They will give you magic thoughts and give you a confidence that maybe you've never seen before. But it's inside you, Bob. That confidence is in you. The shoes will just help that magic come out. <laughs> Let's try. The barefoot wise bear and Bob the Blob in his magic shoes rolled outside, and he saw at the park there were still a few kids playing. Granted, they were all nice and stretched out. It was a nice big park, and they were really, really lucky to have this space. And Bob the Blob walked up, or rolled up. It's kind of a walking roll when you're when you're a blob wearing shoes. It's pretty hard to picture. But when he got to the park, he decided he would try blob ball in front of his friends for the very first time. Wise bear, uh, I'm feeling a little nervous. I'm just gonna shrink down to a a really, 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 really small blob.、Uh, that way, if I feel nervous, that no one's gonna have to see me. Bob, I want you to remember a time. When you felt confident doing something, even when you was on your own, what was that time? Tell me about a time when you've been confident in the past. Well, one time I was playing outside, and I decided that I would try to stretch myself out as big as I have ever been. And I went from one tree on one side of the park to the other tree on the other side of the park. <laughs> and, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, but Bob. The question is: Was that you doing that? Yeah. So doesn't that mean that confidence is still inside you? I don't know. Let me see. And let those magic shoes work as well, Bob. Use that memory of confidence and the magic shoes, and let's see what happens. And Bob the Blob looked down at his magic, slimy, shiny shoes, and he thought to himself about that time that he'd stretched out as big and wide as he ever had before, and suddenly. He was back to his normal size, and he separated out one blob of Bob's slime and started playing blob ball with it, throwing it up in the air, and it would come down as a football, then up again and come down as a frisbee, then up again and down as a baseball. Oh, this is fun! And some of the other kids started to look over in Bob's direction. Hey, well, what are you playing over there? It's a, it's a. I'm nervous. Um. He looked down at his shoes. He looked over at Wise Bear, who gave him a Wise Bear nod. 
Um, I'm playing blob ball. It's, it's a game I made up. Oh, well, you know, I've got some magic clay. Maybe I'll try to play. And the little girl from far away took out her magic clay and threw it up in the air. It came down as an American football. <sighs> then it came down as a proper football. <sighs> then it came down as a cricket bat. Oh, and soon kids all over the park were playing their own versions of blob ball. Some were using their magic, some were using mud, and some were just using clumps of grass. I never thought that I'd have so much fun playing with friends, even from this far away. And Bob, can you see that you've become a leader? Look, you're teaching other kids how to do something. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's the best I've felt in days. Yeah, but see, Bob, I want you to realize that, you see, everybody has some special magic, even if they have the shoes or not. Everybody inside has something that's special to them that they can do. And you might just be a world champion at Blob Ball. Oh, I don't know about that. Although I did make it up, so why not? Yeah, absolutely. And look at all the other kids now playing a version of that game. You've become a leader and taught them. And all the other kids played until it was time to go home. And when Bob the Blob finally walked home with Wise Bear beside him, he looked up at his friend, his teddy bear, and smiled. Oh, you know, I don't think I could have ever done this without you and your and your magic shoes. Oh, what? Hang on. Uh, Bob the Blob looked down at his feet. Do you think he was still wearing those magic shoes? Oh, no. I lost your shoes, Wise Bear. Where, where'd they go? Bob, you never needed the shoes in the first place. The magic was always inside your mind. Oh, now I see. You're wearing the slimy shoes. You know, you probably should have cleaned them off first. It's, it's a devil to get out of teddy bear fur, believe me. Oh, no, it's all sticky. The end. Scott, we did it. Yeah, very good. Could you tell us a little bit about where, where Wise Bear came from? So really it was because there's a father now. My first child came along 16 years ago. And uh, I think as every parent would relate to, you know, you want the best for your own kids. Yeah. You want them to, to learn the things that you think are important. And so um, once I had two children, you know, they started to go to school. They would come home with different challenges and things. And having been a coach for over 30 years, um, my initial coaching was actually teaching some of the best golfers in the world. And then it became wow. life coaching and business coaching. Um, I would share stories with them. And the way I shared them was literally at the end of the day, we would take the content of some of their day where they might have had a challenge. And I would make up a story, a bit like we've just done. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, the wise bear would be at the center of the story and he would help the children see that challenge in a whole new light. And what I found was it really worked for my, my children. They, they started to solve some of their own challenges and that was the skill I wanted them to get because you're not going to get rid of the challenges. You just, you want to have the skill to know how to see them in a way that they don't become insurmountable. They don't, you know, don't bother you for too long. What would you say the, the approximate age range for these would be? I, I would say they're 5 to 11. Yeah. Um, and they're in the style they're written. I mean, the principles look, I mean, we get parents saying to us, wow, I can't believe how much I've learned from reading these with my kids. <laughs> yes. But I think the style of them is written probably that 5 to 11 bracket. You know, what What, what if World never really has time to do, because I, I try to keep these episodes short, is to give you kids like real activities to, to reinforce these lessons. Can you describe how that part is structured? Yeah, so we end the story with always an affirmation because I think that actually 
the lesson that's gone on in the story, if the kids can have that in a line or two, um, that can kind of reinforce the memory. So we have that. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, a, a, a little worksheet exercise in every book. Um, and that's really designed maybe for them to do on their own, but often with their parent. Yeah. And it basically asks them certain questions based on the story they've just read so they can actually take that story and put it into their own real life. And uh, how can folks get these books right now? Yeah, thanks, Eric. So um, the website is thewisebearstories.com, um, and they can go to that. They are on Amazon as well. But I'd love to, if you don't mind, love to give your uh, listeners a little offer. Sure. Um, so if they if they wanted to go to thewisebearstories.com and in the coupon code, just type in "What If World," and that will give them a third off. We give you know listeners thirty three percent off. Oh, awesome! So thewisebearstories.com. Type in "What If World" to get a third off. Scott Cranfield, you've you've been wonderful. That was such an easy, fun story to tell, and I, I hope kids enjoy that as well as your your own books. Thank you very much. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Stay safe out there. Thank you. Bye. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who practice seeing your problems in a different light. It's a really useful skill, even for grown-ups. And until we meet again, keep wondering.